guys. Welcome back to the Talk Spicy to Me podcast, and um, I'm Brianna. I'm Heather. Jasmine. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us uh, today for this uh, episode, and we have CR Jane. Yay! <laughs> so um, we are, for our theme for March, it is Kiss Me, I'm Mafia, and actually... Two out of the three of us got the chance to read Ruining Dahlia, which is C.R. Jane's newest release, and it does have Mafia uh, reverse harem in it. Jasmine has not read it yet, but we have been twisting her arm, and she will read it soon. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> Audio is more her jam. Audio is her jam. That's true. <laughs> so. I'm looking for narrators right now. It's, yeah, it's the male ones that, makes that are me very hard, excited. but I saw... I saw like a little bit on Instagram from this one guy, so I'm determined to track him down and see if he's the one. Ooh. Oh, exciting! I'm, I'm glad that we got the inside scoop. We right. we had met a few of the narrators when we all went to the signing in Philly, and literally, I was just like in awe. I was like meeting actors, and I was like, "You could read me your grocery list, and I would be okay. Like, just just speak to me." I'm just, just, I don't even have to, we don't have to go out to dinner and just talk to me. That's right. So, picking narrators is exciting. Yes. Um, but we're just going to get into, we have a couple questions for you. So, first thing, just tell us about yourself and your books. All right. Um, CR Jane, I'm from Texas. I live in Utah oh. now. I think I've been writing since, I think it's been over four years now. It might be five years in March. I kind of should look at that, I guess. Nice. Maybe four years in March. Um, I started off paranormal, and then um, I write most of my own books as contemporary. And then I have a bunch of co-writes that I've done, and that's a mix um, of contemporary and paranormal. But yeah, I, I write both. I guess some people use pen names for different ones, but no one seems to care that it goes back and forth. Because it's pretty clear if you see a werewolf on the cover, it's yeah normal as right. opposed to like a sexy man chest so <laughs> i i bounce back and forth between the paranormal world and the well i'll call it a real world because it's real to me but um i am actually you were a new to me author before i read uh, ruining dahlia so i am all about jumping into some of your paranormal books yeah that would be yeah. exciting i mean it's interesting my very first series this kind of goes into one of your questions, so I don't know if you want me to no, no. this yet. So my very first series was the Faded Wing series, right? And that first book, it just, like, went viral. It was top 100. The second book went to, like, number 43 in Amazon, and it stayed, like, around top 100 for literally months. But it's so funny to That's look awesome. back now because my writing has changed so much from that first book. And that, that book series is actually seven books long. And Ooh. so I think the last one I wrote was... I think it was, it's been almost two years, but I'm finishing up this summer with two more. So it's just funny, though, because you can see through that that series, like, this progression. So mm -hmm. for all my readers, like, they seem to like it, but it's, it's like, much more simplistic than who I am, like, now mm -hmm. in my writing, right? So I don't feel like if you read Ruining Dahlia and then you read First Impressions, like, I don't know that it sounds exactly like the same person. So just keep that in mind. But I that is okay. That is okay. Uh, one of my best friends who is actually an author, I've known her since before she was an author. And uh, she gave me her book, her very first book, before she even, like, got it into feelers or out into, like, the world. 
her writing has changed dramatically. So I, I definitely understand like the progression and the growth, and it's exciting. Yeah, but it is. It's really exciting yeah. to see. Um, I'm excited to read like all of your books, yes. um, especially the paranormal. Uh, I think was it Myla Young? Mm -hmm. Is that who you co-written with? Yep. I've had that on my Kindle, and like I just connected the dots. I was like, oh my god, this is C.R. James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with her, I would start in that. I have a lot of books um, that I co-write with her, but I'd start with Wild Moon series with that one. Um, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> but I would recommend, like overall, if you're reading the next book after Ronin Dog, I'd go to Heartbreak Prince. It's not R.H., but I consider that like my like second best work of art. Um, nice. And so, and it was really popular, and it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty great. I actually have an agent that's like talking to people, um, in Hollywood oh, wow. about that series. So nice. That is next. It, it is next. Okay. <laughs> so, how did this Mafia Wars world come about, and what was your inspo for ruining Dahlia? Like, did all of the authors come together and say, you know, let's pick names? How how did this grow so it was Loxley Savage that came up with the premise and then she's really close to um Katie Knight or I guess you guys call her K.A. Knight um and Ivy Fox and then Ivy and I had just finished our duet um the Breathe Me duet this was like a couple of months afterward because we've been talking about this I think for over a year um, and so Ivy was like, do you want in? And I was like, yes, I've been wanting to write Mafia. So this is awesome. And I love everyone in the shared world. Like they are seriously so amazing. So, yeah. I had honestly, I didn't even know that it was a shared world. I am on um, K.A. Knight's ARC team. Okay. So when her book was like, they were saying, oh, this is coming out. And I'm like, what a cool premise. Like I loved the blurb. And then, like, I saw all the other covers, and I was like, wait a minute, what? They're all connected. So then when I got the chance to read Ruining Dahlia, because hers hasn't come out yet, and I was like, oh, like, I need to read all of them now. Like, it was so exciting. So in Ruining Dahlia, the three guys definitely don't have a traditional RH relationship as far as, like, physically sharing or getting along in one relationship in that kind of way. In your head, did these do these characters grow together more? basically committed to writing an extended epilogue because um and not necessarily an epilogue it would kind of start basically at when the big reveal happens and the rooftop scene because i don't want to give away spoilers mm -hmm. there on you know there's a lot more that could be said about like the months of recovery um, mm -hmm. for those characters before they get to the epilogue that's in the book right um, so I have, I think I will do an extended cut and like add in more to that because it's already 567 pages. So it's my longest. Oh my God. Was it really? Yeah. It's my longest book. So it's like, well, it's already 567 pages, but then... they literally devoured. I finished that book in eight hours. I, I was talking to <laughs> I, I, and Suzanne and they, theirs is like. 100,000 more words than like mine and Kay Knight's and Loxley's are. So it was like, okay, well, I can add more. It's just not right this second. Yeah. Um, wow. And it's so hard thinking about like an ebook. You don't know like the page count. Right. So, or, I mean, not 
in a traditional like flip the pages sense. Yeah. So I just kept flying through it and I was just like, oh, oh I got this. All right. Yeah. Like I saw your reel on Instagram. Um, that that like that line that got me was where she found out that she slept with her future brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and I was just like. I need to read this. So a friend and I, we started it, and I did not get any sleep, so thank you. <laughs> I had a lot of luck. Three up. weeks before the release of Bruni Dahlia, I got this TikTok using that line that I think it's almost at a million views. Um, it's on, like, one of my secret TikTok accounts, not my name one. Um, but that, like, really started to build. Like, people got really excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I've... I love using TikTok in Reels. Well, Bri told us in a text message that she didn't sleep because she was up all night reading this book. And immediately, Jasmine and I were like, added. Done. Then that day, that's when I started it. I started it when I got home from work. And I was done with it, but in the middle of work the next day. And I was like, this was so good. That means so much because I feel like I literally put my soul into this, right? And it is... I guess one of your other questions was kind of like, what's my darkest book? What's my spiciest? This is my darkest. Like the the subjects that I cover are very heavy, like when you're writing mm-hmm. them, you know, and you're trying to be so like delicate and realistic for how like you would feel in those situations. And so, man, it, it took a lot out of me. <laughs> it was It was definitely good. And honestly, I want to travel internationally to – test out those pod things because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I got to that point and I was just like, oh, honey, honey, let's, let's travel internationally. Where are we going? I think it's like Singapore Airlines that I was basing it on. I don't know that normally you'd have pods in the, really? you know, UK to New York group because it's eight hours, but in the Singapore ones, you have like full rooms. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go with it because wow. I... I want to do the bathroom because that just seems real. Yeah, that's skeevy. That's skeevy. But I definitely Googled it. As soon as I finished that scene, I Googled. I was like, okay, what do these things look like? And how is this possible? Because I'm down. (laughs) This scene, it just, it sounded like more money than I have. But I was still so curious. Facts. Apparently, you can Google use credit card points for some of those. So that's on my bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Swipe. Writing that down. Yeah. Swipe. Charge everything. Charge everything. Yeah. Right. But back to your question about, like, if they grow together, I don't think I write the typical RH. Like, um, it's very important to me, the individual relationships mm-hmm. within reverse harem. So um, I think this is the only one I've done where they're brothers. Um but usually, like, there's just this angst going on, right? And, like, they're battling, like, do I – I want this girl for myself, but, like, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, they love their friends or they love their family. And it's, like, how do you reconcile that? Um, so I have one – I have, like, a Christmas um, contemporary standalone with Myla. And that one, there's definitely, like, traditional sharing. That one's a nudge, though. But um, – <laughs> But yeah, I I don't have a lot of the, like sharing in Ruining Dahlia was like really one of my 
like biggest scenes with that honestly and people i saw a lot in the reviews they're like it's not really that much sharing i'm like well that's a lot for me okay (laughs) we do a lot of rh um that's kind of where like the three of us have bonded um we have all read so many rh stories and they're all very different and this one definitely is at the top of my like where your most unique rh is because there was so much development in their individual relationships and it wasn't like a, hey, we're gonna grow together. It was no, we're gonna grow together. And what you grow over there is that, yes, your own tree. That's like right. this is our yeah. bullshit. <laughs> it's more like, I, I love awesome you so much that, that even though I think you're my soulmate, I will share you to make you happy. It's kind of right. like what I usually go into reverse harems writing like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it worked. It The way that the whole story developed that way, it was perfect for those characters. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think, Jazz, like you said, like I really liked that there was um, the mafia trope in there because... Yeah, that was different. That's what made me like do a double take. I was like, wait a minute, it's RH in this mafia? Like, I was just like, okay. There's not I a lot of them. I, think that's- I don't think there's any. This might be the only one that I yeah, have ever... This, yeah. I think... My my friend had said going in, she was like, it kind of sounds like an oxymoron, like mafia RH, like, you know, the mafia should be the one that wants to be controlling and dominating and not share with anyone, but then you have the RH, and I'm like, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm so curious of how it's going to work, and I was like, I can see this, now I can see this. <laughs> Sorry if you heard me. My kids are like trying to get down here, and my husband's trying to corral them. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> oh. Uh, what do you like in your mafia books, as far as like when you're reading and when you're writing them? Um, I love like I'm in. I don't know if you guys are in the Facebook group. It's like jealous possessive. Like, that's the books that are in it. And I, I love, like, any, I know that's, like, weird, like, reverse harem, jealous, possessive, but I, like, still, I, I love when I get that. I, like, yeah. I mean, I tried to put in all of my favorite things into this book. Like, you have three different guys. I love the psychos. Love Yes. Them, right? Yes. I like the, the troubled, like, bad boy that just, you need Oh, the damaged ones. And then I have one character that is like my ooey, gooey, golden retriever book boyfriend that you can depend on and can love forever. And I like specifically wrote him like I want him to be the perfect like man, like the cinnamon roll. Yes, like oh, I love, I love all of them. <laughs> he he was an elephant cinnamon roll. Yes. <laughs> no, I had to explain that to my husband because. Brie and I were doing voice memos back and forth, and he happened to be sitting next to me as I was talking about this. He did a double take and looked at me, and he was like, did, what did you say? I was like, you don't need to know about any of this. Shh, shh. Hush now. Yeah, like, my husband will sometimes, you know, he'll come across one of my reels on Facebook or Instagram, and he'll be like, so, what's in your- <laughs> What's in your brain? Like, where do you get these ideas from? <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Well, now, honey. Like, just, just go with it. Just go yes, with exactly. it. <laughs> it's good. It works. Yes. <laughs> do you have any uh, mafia romance recommendations? So, I love With Us by Layla Frost. That might have been one of my first mafia books that I ever read. It's not. I mean, it gets a little bit dark later on, but it's not a super dark one. But 
the main character is like super possessive but like sweet i feel like he's like a mixture of gabriel and lucian basically but and i Ooh. love the girl in that i think her name her name might be dahlia too um oh i can't remember but yeah i love that book it's a standalone too and i think that that Layla Frost Added. such a good author. <laughs> I love Layla Frost books. I have not read that one. Read something mm-hmm. together, Brie, like from her. Doesn't she have like an age gap? Yes. Or, um, it's like Dove, yeah. dove something, Little Dove or something like little that. Little Dove and um, Hide and Seek. They're both. Oh, Hide and Seek, yes. Hide I was seek. like, yes. I was like, I know oh, that yes. name. Hide and oh that my goodness, so I love great. that one. Yes, but um, one of my favorites. With Us is like a really good starter mafia because it's not super dark. You know, it just kind of like brings you in, and then you go darker and darker and darker. So, <laughs> I'm all about the buildup. I'm here for all of it. I wrote all of this down. My TBR is just growing. Like, I'm gonna be 90 by the time I'm done with all of this. Be like, Heather, what are you doing? I'm on my deathbed, but I gotta finish my TBR. <laughs> I'm gonna die with it unfinished, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Would it be negative? Like, next to it because that's what's gonna happen. You're not gonna get like through it. Goodness. <laughs> Um, so, I'm not sure if you said Ruining Dahlia is, but what is your favorite book that you've written so far? I think Ruining Dahlia is my favorite. Um, Heartbreak Prince, like, I almost tear up when I think about it because, um, the ending, it just, it's just, like, it lives in my head rent-free constantly. I just released the audiobook for that second one. Um, Done. Here we go. It's just so much. I will warn you, there's a different narrator for the first one, for Heartbreak Prince, and it's it's not like the second one. The second one I've used for my Sound of Us, like my Rockstar series, and oh my gosh, that narrator is incredible. Um, so speed up the volume. Or okay. The we already do that. Oh, yeah. Prince, but, Marie, but you can over here. For Heartbreak Lover, just listen to her because she's incredible but oh man the ending like i cry guys i cry when i read it and i wrote it like what's wrong with me so i am here for all of that you got me at the crying part because out of the three of us i'm the crier so uh, that's right up my alley oh breathe me and breathe (laughs) you my duet with ivy fox is super emotional like Oh my goodness. That's, it takes crying. it takes the big ones to catch me off. Like, I cried during Bright Side mm-hmm. and then A Thousand Boy Kisses. Those are like the, oh, and Marley and Me, but that's, you know, not really in the romance world. But those are the three that, like, got me. Brie over here, a cold hearted woman over here. Cry for anything. I, I mean, like, I get angry. cry when you read the end of Heartbreak Lover. And you have to be more telling you something's wrong with her, she does not cry. <laughs> she has no tear ducts, like, in her eyeballs. Like, it just yeah, doesn't... I wasn't born with them. <laughs> she's cold-hearted. They're just there for decoration. <laughs> Before you get to the end, you have to listen to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic by Taylor Swift, okay? Because Got it. that okay. sets, that Sad, was, like, track. in my head, nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. I mean, you'll even see, like, some of Taylor's lyrics in there, you know, because... It just really, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm excited, and it's an audio. So, do you have a favorite character that you've written so far? Uh, that's so hard. You know, um, Eva <laughs> is my first. Was my first heroine. 
I'll re-say that. Sound like I was saying drugs. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, like, I love her because she was my first, you know, but I really, um, I love Dahlia. And then Aurora in um, my Make Me Lie book, which is probably, it's up there in my top three as well. Um, she is like such a badass, like yes. she's so much cooler than me. And um, yeah, so I really like her, but I do, you'll see with my girls, like maybe they start off more like timid and like at first, right? You'll especially see that in Faded Wings, right? Cause that's my first book. But even if you look at Dahlia four or five years later, they start off and there's like, I love the progression into like who they become, right? You know, I mean, I, I do love books where, you know, they start off like total awesome superheroes, like in the Gentleman series with um, Kate and Jenna, like that girl is like awesome, right? Badass. Yes, but with all mine, it's like a progression. I want this growth to become like who they are as like time passes, right? So I like the progression and I like the growth. And I think that's one of the things that draws me to certain heroines in certain books. And then even authors that write that way, like it's cool to start off with the, the heroine that, you know, can shoot better or, you know, is just badass from the get go. But to have that normal everyday girl grow into a world that, you know, forces her to be badass or just have a backbone, stand up for herself and know that she comes first in certain things. Like that's something that I feel like just women in general and like something to look up to or like strive for. Like you don't have to be weak and meek, you know, throughout your life. You can be badass and stand your ground and be a tough woman. It's like the journey you know, from it's, Tessa to the queen. Yes. It's good to, it's good to you know, want a man, not need one. Yes. Exactly. I really like that about Dahlia because I feel like she wasn't necessarily weak. She had her vulnerabilities and she did have her moments. But I feel like at the same time, she that was for a reason and she already had such like a, a hardened core about her. And I feel like she was more so learning how to love and how to accept those feelings and she was still very strong in her own way and like learning to feel and to love also shows so much strength of her as a character yeah that line where he's like telling gabriel she's like don't say it you know not when i still like smell like him and she's like tell it tell me when it will save me and i was like mm -hmm. oh, i loved that line like, i, I loved that line you are just coming into your own mm. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And I liked when he actually got to say it. Like, when you got to the point where he could express himself and she was ready for it. Like, you, you saw the difference of who she was. Because I needed her to trust him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it wasn't even just about, like, her wanting it to come at the right moment. It's like, I have to trust that this is real and not yeah. in my head, right? So, yeah. yeah. So what's your favorite trope to read? Mm, well, Reverse Harem, definitely. Um, but, and probably contemporary. I think I spend most of my time. I, I love a good Wolf Shifter book um, and Omega Verse. Like, I just finished Pack Darling, and I love that oh, duet, as does everyone, I think. <laughs> but uh, probably contemporary is where I, I like to spend my time. 
reading most of the time. I am all about the why choose life. Yeah, it's not real life, but it's 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 in my head life. So it's so funny. One of the like the one of the lowest reviews on Amazon is like someone who hates RH, and they must have found me through TikTok. So they were like, "I've never, I've never, or I hate RH, and I didn't realize this was one until halfway through, and it's disgusting." And so it was like a one star because she hates RH. I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it was obvious." But <laughs> isn't it in the blur? And, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you see multiple men in a blurb, that's usually what it means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and know, how do you a hate? Lot of readers who don't read out there. <laughs> for the re- yes, <laughs> amen. Preach it. For, say it louder for the people in the back. Just like blurb her in. So. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like people don't read the same books that we read. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where are you getting your thoughts from, yeah. and why? Like. That wasn't hot to you? It's not supposed to be real life. It's, it's fiction. There was, That's why we read, to live somebody else's life for a little bit. There was another Thank God. And I like put a whole page dedicated to trigger warnings, right? And like the whole review is like, I did not get warning of all these triggers. <laughs> Clearly I'm not read. Like, like, you know, my dedication says, Grandma, don't read any further. And then I have, like, a whole page that's like, this is dark. This is, like, gonna be yeah. there. Do not enter, like, unless you're ready. So I thought that was funny, too. It's those, it's the readers that don't read. Mm-hmm. You said- I love the dedication. That was so funny. Because I was like, I would definitely not want my grandma to read this. <laughs> it comes to a real place, though, okay? My grandma, like, my... Faded Wing starts off, like, not as spicy, right? So my grandma read maybe, like, the first one, and then the second one, the spice really comes in, right? And she – we're so close, and she is so disappointed. She wants me to write, like, a book about a law firm, like, um, like the firm, you know? Like, she loves, like, John Grissom and stuff. And oh, goodness. She puts those, like, in all the time. So this one, I, like, knew she might see it somewhere on Facebook. I don't even know if she's friends with – the CR Jane profile, but I'm like, never. I can't imagine. It's, it's organized crime. Yeah, it's just, it's just not the kind of plot that she's looking for. Yeah. My mom reads romance, and there are some books that like we will like cross over. Which is like, oh, I read that, and I'm like, nope. Like I can't look at you like that. Like I'm the second coming of Christ. Like I was an immaculate conception. Uh, no, nope. Like, we're not even going there, Mom. I can't. Just, you don't get to do that. Sorry. I love that. <laughs> That's the truth. I'm 37 years old, and if she walked in now, I'd be like, nope, you are you are the Virgin Mary. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. All right. Um, what is your favorite trope to write? Um, Milo's probably going to kill me for this, but... <laughs> like, I... I love contemporary. I don't know. I mean, I like getting into the whole, like, vampires and werewolves and all that stuff. But um, I feel like I can do the most emotion in my contemporary books um, Mm -hmm. and have, like, the most, like, effed up stuff happen to the characters in those. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely my favorite to write. So, yeah, I can get down with that. Brie can't. She doesn't have emotions. (laughs) I can appreciate the book. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make that trip to the river for you, Brie. Happily ever afters. 
And so, like, I love the heartbreak before the happily ever after. See, sometimes I got to be in the mood for the heartbreak of my emotions. There was, I read a book recently, and I legit cried, like, ugly cried. And I had to find my husband to have him give me a hug. And he thought something was wrong. Like, he dropped everything he was doing. He hugged me, and he was like, what happened? And I was like, the book? And he was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was like, just hold me. Like, I'm okay. I understand. Like, well, it, it just... happened to me once reading um, D. Kelly's uh, illusion series. And, like, me and my mom were in the car. And I literally just, like, like you said, ugly face cried. And she looked over and she was like, what? Because I'm on my phone. She was like, what? What happened? I'm like. Did someone die? That is, this is the saddest book I've ever read. Like, <laughs> and she was like. What? <laughs> Have you guys read Ghosted by Jay, like, Dowhower? Dow I don't know how you pronounce the last name. Oh my gosh. It's a secondhand Hollywood one. I have never cried so hard. Like, I was sobbing. Oh. I wrote it down. I wrote I'm it sorry, down. what book is this? It's Ghosted. Ghosted. I, there's a couple of books named Ghosted, but this one's like a Hollywood one. I wrote it down. It's going to happen. I will let you know. Yes, let me know. If you're affected like I was. How the tears come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that one could break you, Brianna. It could. Oh. I'm really waiting for the book to break her because she didn't break at the book me and Heather thought she was going to break it. Oh, like, I didn't think she was going to so talk to me. She was so worried about her not talking to us, being so upset. And then she was just like, she's fine. And I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> what? Like, I'm more mad at her than she is at me, because she, she's okay. Like, you need to she, she threatened our lives, too. <laughs> she threatened our lives, and she was like, I'm not going to talk to you. And then all of a sudden, she's like, it's okay. It was um, it was Exodus by Kate Stewart, oh, the Ravenhood I was about to guess that that was it. It was that one. I don't know. Was... I saw it coming. I, w I was getting angry, though, as, like, the book progressed. And I'm like, guys, I'm not sad. I am stabby. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, that's my favorite series in the entire world. Um, I have a tattoo dedicated to that, like, entire series. So, like, she's like, I'm mad. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't... Oops. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Do you have a spicy recommendation? that I have read recently is Emerald, what's it called? Uh, I can't, can't remember what it's called. It's like Emerald City or something like that. Let me see if I can find it on Kindle. It is. I'm like ready to write it down. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, let me, <laughs> Emerald Lake series, Britt Andrews. Um, it's, oh. it's really spicy. So, I have that book on my TBR. So, and you have all the books. <laughs> right. I'm not she probably owns into... it, too. It's somewhere on that shelf. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really, like, into, um, like, MM that much because I get so jealous for the girl, right? <laughs> I'm like, because I always feel like the guys end up liking each other more than the girl in most cases, and I, that drives me crazy. In that one, I mean, they definitely have such relationships, but it is spicy. So if you want spice, read that series. Five peppers. Going in it. Got it. I have it written down. I'm ready. So, I, 
that's your spicy recommendation. So it's probably the spiciest book you've read too, right? I've read so many oh. books. I'm trying to think. That's that's just the one most <laughs> recently. I mean, obviously, Den of Vipers is really spicy. Oh, I've heard things about that one. <laughs> Den of Vipers. There's spice, and then there's your grandmother would walk away from you for the rest of your life. <laughs> that's that book. That no, it's spicy. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I probably read ones of equal spice somewhere, but that's what I've read. What I've read most recently that was like, "Woo, Bible on fire." Yeah, I like how you've mentioned the spiciest, and they're all reverse harem. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing like separate relationships and all mine. So here's all right. Four sums with like you know. But that's okay. Yeah, but, like that's what's different and unique though, because there are that's so true. many different, you know, development-wise and and the books specifically the tropes. But I really like that that it was they each had their own specific relationship with her. Yeah, and they each brought her something. They gave her something that she needed that the others couldn't do. Yeah. So it it definitely it helped her as a person and a character, but it focused on what they brought to the table for her that I absolutely loved and appreciated. And I honestly try to make that my theme, I think, a lot because, um, like, I are, are, you know, I know what the ending of Faded Wings is going to be. I keep referencing that just because I've been writing it for, you know, four or five years. But <laughs> the ending is has that theme. Like, that's, like, the most important, like, thought process for the last book and what happens is that, that... Like, they give, each gives something, like, different. Mm -hmm. so. so is that what you're currently working on now, those last two books? No. Um, I'll probably get to those the month before. I wrote <laughs> I wrote Ronin Dahlia in three weeks. Um, I got wow. super oh, sick wow. in December. I got COVID, pneumonia, mono, and tonsillitis within a two-week uh, two period, guys. So oh I was intending God. to write Dahlia from like December, you know, until release date, February 4th. And I couldn't do anything. Like I was on my couch, didn't leave the house. So I like busted it out like 12K days. Um, but right now I'm almost done. I have like two more days for Make Me Beg, which like, it's such a fun series. That's my co-write with um, Mae Dawson. Mm -hmm. And it's like dark serial killer college enemies to lovers, like secret oh society, All right. really spicy. Like May sent me a message like yesterday. It was like, is this, is this too much? I was like, no, <laughs> just bring it. I don't think like the limit exists. <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the fact that she wrote a 500 page book in three weeks. And I'm pretty sure that in college, it took me three weeks to write a 10 page paper. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, He's like up here, and I'm just like, oh wait, honey, what's the grocery list? No, like, her was a godsend because she took it in chunks, so it like all and you know the beta team's reading, so I've got the editor like doing chunks. So at the end, it's like the day before, and I've got the edited copy, and I've got the beta, and it's like, okay, let's. I think I think I stood up to like 4 a.m. You know, the night before, like inputting stuff because I had to read. I this book was so special to me, like I literally just went over every single word, you know, somehow miss like a radish and a beet thing in the arc 
one, but that's okay. <laughs> it it was good. And I, I like I said, I didn't think it was five hundred pages, but to bang out talent like that, and then me, like I take like four days to make the grocery list. Like, did we get to this part? <laughs> 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 well, you know, so no 500 page books for you. You actually make a list. I have to. I got three kids. Someone's going to forget something. So, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not writing? Read. Yes. Done. I have no time. So I'm the person like read. I read at stoplights. You know, like I read on the when I'm going to the bathroom. Like any like. Do you listen to audiobooks? Um. Do you listen to audiobooks? Really, I've never. I I do like the self help ones on audio. You know, like (laughs) the the nonfiction ones. I'll listen to those. Um. But I've never i i should do it because i have a really long commute to work um but no i just read like right before bed and just any spare second <laughs> but i also love to travel <laughs> and i love football oh. we have season tickets to the raiders even though i'm a cowboys fan and a tom brady fan yes yes hey cowboys <laughs> I love <laughs> like I love Tom Brady. Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway, we have, we just love NFL football. I mean, I'm from Texas, you know, that's like the big thing. And so I grew up like that. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, travel. I have a cousin. What'd you say? Who's literally going to ret- I have a cousin who's going to retire in Dallas because that's how much he loves the Cowboys. Like, he has like <laughs> season passes, he goes to all the games. Like, that that's literally where he's retiring from. Like, retiring. Most people retire to Florida, but I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. So, and okay. It's hot most of the time, too. So, truth, truth. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm over the snow. I don't ever want to see snow again. <laughs> I know it's like a blizzard outside right now. And I'm like, this. I've been in Utah for. 10 years now, I think, and I still, like, don't drive if there's snow outside. I'm, like, not going to do it. Me and Bree, we're on the Upper East Coast, and the other day, I opened my front door to let the dogs out, and I was just like, did, did anybody else know it was going to snow? Like, there's snow on the ground. Like, this is one of those surprises like that you don't like. It was, like, 50 degrees the day before, so I'm like, wow, it is so nice out. Like, just, like, long sleeve weather, and then I wake up, and I'm like, how the hell did it snow? <laughs> I was unprepared. It was I, I misunderstood the assignment because I did not know what was going on. So, I don't have those issues because I'm in the South. Wow. We don't do that here in Georgia. Yeah. We get dangerous. We get a little yeah. dangerous and then we go about our day. I wish. <laughs> so did you always want to be an author? It kind of just um, happened. I guess. Um, I've always liked writing. I've always liked reading. I'm like an extreme speed reader. So like extreme. So I just read, I could read so fast growing up and I would, I wrote, I like won some competitions, you know, in school. And then I didn't really think about it because I had my career path like totally lined out. And then I got into reverse harem. This was, you know, like when Rebecca Royce, there weren't that many, like she, she was out. I can't even think of the other people. Maybe G. Bailey was out by then. Um, but anyway, I loved the idea, and I was like, maybe I'll just 
read a book. Like, maybe I'll just do it. And so yes. I released it and I didn't tell anyone in my family or anything. Like, I didn't want it to be, like, influenced or them to know about it. Um, and it just, when it took off, it, like, honestly was life-changing, guys. Like, sorry, I'm going to cry. Aww. Um, it's just, like, brought me so many, like, friendships and, like, like, writing is so important to me, and, um, just being able to put my words on the paper and have people, like, read them, you know, like, Ruining Dahlia has done so well, and just seeing people's reviews and, like, their messages to me, like, it's so, it's so life-changing to have that. Um, I, my day job is really intense, and it has a lot, like, there's not a lot of females in it, and it, it's hard. <laughs> And so to have this thing that can, like, give me confidence because it's done so well, we really, like, it's life-changing. Like, I love it so much. Well, we appreciate you, and we appreciate your writing. I mean, that's that's what reading does. It lets people get away from, you know, real life for a little bit. So for people like you that can create these worlds where we can escape to, we wouldn't be anywhere without you guys, so... We appreciate like you said, the amazing friendships that reading has brought you. Like, that's how I feel. Like, the, the reading aspect of it has brought me, like, friendships that's went way above and beyond, like, the books, you know? And I talk about how amazing this community is all of the time. Um, just like with my family, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go. You know, I'm talking to my girls. Like, it, it's, it's like a second, like, it's an extension of family. Like, I I never knew a community like this really existed. Like, just from my love of reading, I didn't know I could find something like this. So, like, everything you said, I feel from, like, the reader aspect of it, you know? Yeah. 100%. Like, my PA is one of my best friends, Caitlin. And when I'm, I was, you know, when I say I was sick, guys, like, I was literally, like, maybe could have died. And she, like, sent me, like, like this huge box of like young living vitamins like i don't even know like how much it was it was like she just sent it like and then raven and ivy sent me like literally a big box of like chicken noodle soup and like rolls and all this stuff and people were checking me you know in with me constantly and i'm like oh my gosh like how am i lucky enough to find women like this you know like incredible amazing I could say the same thing. Um, I recently lost my dog like in December uh, to cancer and they surprised me and sent me like this blanket that is literally like her on the blanket. And like, I sleep with it. Like I cuddle with it at night. I don't think I told y'all that, but now y'all know I cuddle with it at night. And also them and another group of friends that we have, like when my niece was really sick, like she was in the hospital, she had to get like double blood transfusions. Like they got together and sent me like, sent her this big elaborate, like um, edible arrangements with a teddy bear that she still has. Like- Oh, so, does she really? Yes, like that's what I'm saying. Like these friendships, like they go above and beyond the books. Like from the UK, like they said, Jersey, Cali, Colorado, Florida, like they all just, they come together. You know, we, we come yeah. together for each other regardless of where we're at. Like, and it's no, really and I, an amazing feeling. 
I totally agree with all of that. Um, I feel like, like you said, like we all know, we've all been reading for so long, but to be able to come together as a book community and specifically talk and bond about those books and open up and literally, I could probably message anyone, anyone on social media and be like, oh my gosh, you read that book? And I can have an in-depth conversation with them. When in real life, if I just pass somebody that had the same shirt as me, I'm not gonna talk to them. They might not talk to you either. (laughs) This is true, because then I'd be a weirdo, but you know. (laughs) Oh my God. But I love it. I love the book community. I love that we can form friendships with authors. I love that we can chat with them. Exactly. Especially independently published authors. I think that you guys do so much work and you go above and beyond. And to be able to even just chat with you or tag you and just see how much you love our feed and all of that. Like, I just feel so appreciated and I feel like it's easily transferable. Absolutely. That was all that we had, and we want to thank you so much for chatting with us. This has honestly been such a great, like, almost hour now just talking with you, but really understanding a lot of the the author aspects of writing. Like, this was such a great conversation, and I'm so, so happy to have done it with you. I know. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. And I will be reading all of the books that you suggested and all of your backlog. It's, it's going down. It's happening. You got to read you gotta read Heartbreak Prince next. I did. I'm gonna listen to it too. It's gonna, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna get through it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.